Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn the pros and cons of tracking your sleep and how to work out if it's a good idea for you. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. A question I frequently get asked from people starting out in trying to fix their sleep issue is whether or not they should track their sleep. So I'm going to explain a bit more about this and when I think this could be a good idea for people and when it's probably not a good idea for you to do it. When we talk about tracking our sleep, what I mean is keeping a record of your sleep pattern either manually by writing it down or more commonly these days, using an electronic device. And there are several devices out there. So a lot of phones these days can be set up to show when you stopped using your device. And so it will infer that sleep happened in between those times. And that's because most of us, it's the first thing that we do when we wake up in the morning is reach for our phone and it's the last thing we do at night. But obviously this isn't very scientific because if you're lying awake not on your phone. So if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just lying there and you don't pick up your phone, then it's obviously going to infer that you slept when you didn't. But there are other devices that you actually wear. So you could have a specific device that you wear on your wrist. It could be a watch connected to your phone. It could be your fitness device and they track sleep as well. And then finally, there are devices which are specifically designed for tracking sleep. So there's a well-known ring that you can buy, for example, And I understand that that's one of the more accurate devices in that is tracking your sleep. Now, what I want to point out as a caveat in the beginning is that these devices actually vary greatly in accuracy. And there are quite a lot of studies on this. They're really easy to Google. There's been some studies this year in 2021 that talked about the relative difference. And some data can be more accurate than others. So, for example, the devices are often more accurate at tracking sleep versus wake than they are at accurately reflecting which sleep stage you were in. So often you'll see the device breaking down, say, sleep into here's a chunk of deep sleep and here's a chunk of REM sleep, for example. But the problem with this is that the devices are not directly measuring brainwave activity. So a device on your wrist is obviously not connected to electrodes that are monitoring brain activity so that's not how it's working what it's doing is it's inferring from other measurements like heart rate and then making assumptions about what your brainwave activity might actually be doing at that moment so these devices tend to not be as accurate as obviously say going for a sleep study in a laboratory where they can actually um, put monitors on your scalp and then actively map what's going on so but I have to say that the technology is getting better and better so the studies that I've read recently showed that particularly where the device has that 
um, that specific objective rather than say it's just a general fitness app and it also does does sleep tracking the ones that are specifically designed for the purpose of tracking sleep are do seem to be getting more and more accurate so but like I say you can google go and google some later studies because the technology is changing so fast that I just want to caveat what I'm saying is just a snapshot at the moment in time but I do want you to just be aware that when the device is saying hey you definitely went into deep sleep here you definitely were in REM sleep then you do have to really be clear about how accurate is that information because I've seen lots of people come to me and say oh I spent two hours three minutes and 30 seconds in um, REM sleep here for example and that's a very very precise it sounds like a very precise measurement but it might not be very accurate Okay, so let's get into the advantages of tracking your sleep. The main one is obviously that you get information about when and how much you're sleeping. And this can be really helpful when you're trying to fix your sleep issue for a few reasons. So firstly, you get to see whether there are any patterns in the way you sleep. So do you sleep better on certain days of the week, for example? And what you can do with this information is that you can keep a diary of what you've been doing each day and compare it to the sleep that you got that night. So I've talked extensively on other podcast episodes about the importance of looking at sleep in the context of your whole day, your whole day, night, 24 hour pattern, all your activities in the day and the whole picture. So this can be quite good to compare your sleep data versus your activity in the day or the type of day that you're having or how emotional you feel in that day or all these kind of other things and compare the two and see if there's any patterns so that's that's a really good example of where it's quite useful so and then the outcome might be for example that on days where you had a really stressful time then you might notice a direct impact on your sleep that night or Another common pattern might be that you sleep better on nights where you don't have to get up for work that day or you don't set an alarm the following morning. So once you start collecting this information, looking at it, you can start to get clues relating to what your particular impacts on sleep are. Because again, I've talked before about it's quite personal, really. And that would give you clues to actions that you might be able to take to support your sleep issue. So I'll give you an example for myself. I know by doing this, and having more awareness of my sleep, that if I work late into the evening on my computer, so say I'm trying to finish something for work and I'm pushing myself to get something done, then I actually often see a disruption in my sleep later that night. So I know that for me, this is something which is not helpful. So I can avoid doing this. So say, for example, I know pretty accurately my cutoff time where I need to stop doing work in the evening. Otherwise, it affects me later on. The second advantage is that when you take action to address your sleep issue and it starts to work, then if you're tracking your sleep, you will be in effect documenting the improvement and you can see that improvement in a tangible way. So if you're seeing the amount of sleep creep up as your sleep improves, this will be so motivational. It will give you that tangible evidence that the action you're taking is working and it also starts to restore confidence that it's perfectly possible for you to sleep and just seeing that device tell you because some people feel like I've not slept at all or the perception that I'm really not sleeping at all whereas the device is clearly showing that you did so it gives you more motivation and this has a lot of value for some people because they've been doubting themselves for so long that they almost can't believe it when they do start to sleep and so having some hard data in front of you that evidences the change can be really motivating 
But there are some cons as well, so I want to talk about those. For many people who have a sleep issue, one of the secondary problems that develops is an obsession with sleep. So the worry about not sleeping or constantly thinking about how to get more sleep or concerns over the health effects of not sleeping enough. And sometimes, and I know I used to experience this, sometimes just the dread as the nighttime approaches, perhaps when you start to think about the night ahead, most people who wake in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep for a couple of hours, that would be a good example, they absolutely hate the process of lying awake. So therefore it's soul destroying when you anticipate that two hour period before you've even gone to bed like you're dreading going to bed because you know that at some point you're going to wake up and have to endure this like two hours of lying there with all your thoughts going and it's just horrible so it may not be a good idea to track your sleep in this case because you just feed that focus and obsession and it gives you more reasons to think about sleep or lack of sleep and then every time you have a bad night of sleep you're then examining the evidence you're reliving it by looking at that data and that can just make your anxiety worse linked to this it can also make you feel like you're in a competition that you're losing so that reinforcing that feeling of failure So like you have a target of hours of sleep to achieve and then every day when you look at your tracking device and you didn't make that number of hours, you just feel like there's a visible reminder that you're failing at at some kind of competition with yourself. And again, what this does is it raises your anxiety around sleep and this can make it harder for you to sleep because of the link between anxiety and sleep disruption. The third con is that it can lead you to goal set around sleep. Now I know that most of you obviously have the goal to sleep more, But specific goal setting around sleep can actually make it harder for you to get to sleep. I know this sounds really counterintuitive, but it's true. And there's been quite a lot of studies on this. So when you start to quantify your sleep and track it from one day to the next, the risk is that it increases the chances that you'll set detailed goals and targets around sleep. And I'm not going to go into the science behind this here because I cover it in my new program, Back to Sleep. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes if you're interested in the science on this because it is really fascinating. So to summarise, some people will find tracking sleep helpful and some people won't. So as for many things around sleep, you shouldn't just assume that just because it's good for someone else and someone else has said, oh, this is brilliant for me, that it's going to be good for you. So your action step for this week is to consider, would you find it helpful to see the evidence that you're getting some sleep? Would this give you some comfort? Or are you the type of person who would be drawn to the data which highlights the fact that you're not getting enough sleep or not meeting your targets? Or maybe you just know that you would become obsessed with looking at the tracker and overanalyzing it and then that would generate anxiety for you. If you're not sure which which side of the coin you're falling on, I would suggest if it's something you want to try, try it for a week and then take a step back and be really honest about how you found it and how you've used it and if you're using the data and then it makes you feel worse then really just stop just stop it I just really want you to be clear that it's not a requirement to track your sleep in order to sleep well again and it's perfectly possible to ignore the numbers release yourself from the numbers and just apply the correct approach and the techniques and fix your sleep issue without having to get into the whole tracking of it. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, 
and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.